Antonio Basilio in the house. Happy Wednesday to you. Dr. Sean Sinclair will be here momentarily. So the news of the day is pretty interesting. News of the day is pretty interesting. About Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. How does that grab you? The FCC. The TBA just became the FCC. Now, somebody that's always had a healthy fear of the FCC down through the years, I suppose that's a good thing. My question for you is, where do you grocery shop? We'll throw that around today. Also, I thought it'd be kind of fun. You know, we um, we stayed out of the, the Danny White thing yesterday, uh, the deal with uh, Tony Elliott, which I, I just... I can't figure out what he was going for, what he was trying to do there. Talking to a bunch of my media friends yesterday after we got off the air, um, a lot of people just can't figure that out. Because truly, well, I mean, you're getting ready to play an opponent that missed their last couple games last year, and I don't know why you just want to get into that with a coach whose program, I don't know, it just seems to be a very much of a misstep. Danny would have been much better off texting a buddy, but I thought it would be fun on here today to kind of retrace the steps of the hiring process and how Tennessee arrived at Josh Heupel. See, Danny's slick, and he looks good in a polo shirt. He's done a really nice job so far, but he doesn't get the rewrite history. That's just not how it works. I, I realize that's a, you know, we have, like, facts and alternate facts and reality and alternate reality. I realize those things are a part of our lives in 2023 and deep fakes and fakes, but, you know, you don't, you don't just get to do that. I will tell you, talking to some different people, that... Um, Dabo Swinney, folks like that aren't aren't real happy about um, aren't real happy about this because they know what happened. So, but I thought it'd be fun today to kind of retrace the steps of the hiring and how we ended up at Josh Heupel, and just admire what a sports miracle it is, and then ask you, what do you think about Tennessee? We used to talk about this in the abstract. People thought, well, we'll never see that here. But they're putting a corporate name on their arena, and guess what that means? There will be a corporate name on that baseball stadium when they build that $100 million baseball stadium, and there will be a corporate name on Neyland Stadium. So you can get ready for it. It's all for sale. Love for sale, Bon Jovi, on the New Jersey record. And it's all for sale. We bring Dr. Sean Sinclair in here without further ado. Eventful couple days here in Rocky Top. Yesterday, I stayed totally 100% out of the uh, Danny White, I didn't hire, or the uh, Josh Heupel's the first guy I offered the job to. A few people believe that, but I call those folks pretty gullible. But that's okay. And if you want to be one of them, be a gullible person, it's fine. I happened to be covering that at the time. And I happened to know some of the things Danny White promised Tennessee when they 
pulled him away from Central Florida, one of those things was that he had a relationship with Brian Kelly and that Brian Kelly was runnerish. And I remember at the time when I first heard that thinking, that's ridiculous. Brian Kelly was not going to leave Notre Dame, and I'll be damned if he didn't leave a year later. So Danny White was pretty slick. Danny White knew that. So I give him a lot of credit. While I'm, while I'm uh, going against him here, pretty learned guy. He knew Brian Kelly was gettable. Now, our situation was a hot mess. See, it's easy to look back now and go, well, you know, Tony Elliott turned down Tennessee, and look at this. Look at what could he had. I, I don't know that we'd be in the spot we're in if Tony Elliott would have taken the job. The thing was a hot mess. Tennessee was, the other day uh, on here, um, describing Joe Milton. Blake Topmeyer said, I got one and a half feet in. Tennessee had one and a half feet out in major college football at that point. If you rewind the clock two and a half years ago, they had like a half foot left in the in, in the in the circle. So, I thought it'd be interesting though to kind of retrace the steps and say, what if, where would we be where we are today if Danny White would have landed on his first couple of candidates? Because there were actually three. There were actually three. And I wrote about it today over at tclub.team, and I'm not trying to be ugly about it. But you don't get to rewrite history just because it's kind of all going your way. And, you know, you look great in a polo shirt. And, you're, you know, you're, you're doing good things. You don't get to rewrite history. It just, it just kind of doesn't work that way. Let me bring Dr. Sean Sinclair. And it's weird to do that. When you're getting ready to play a Virginia team who that really, the real story is kind of that they're taking the field after what happened there, which is even, like the media people I talk, talked to yesterday were like, that's the thing they don't understand. Danny's such a savvy guy. The last thing you want to do is make this thing about you. The last thing. The, the story is we're getting ready to start college football season, and they're trying to overcome something really serious. I mean, that's the, that's the story. And I would be saying that whether that was Florida's AD that said that, Alabama's AD, that, Georgia's AD, that, I can't get on here and pander to you. I'm sorry. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. It's going to aggravate some people that I say that. But, you know, they had three fatalities around the football program, and they're going to try to get up from it. And they're not very good anyway. And really, it's a real misstep for him. I was talking to some people behind the scenes at Tennessee, and they were like, we don't understand. This guy's so usually so careful. I mean, what? why? But nobody's perfect, and everybody's doing a mistake, but we don't get to rewrite history. It's just not how it works. Sean Sinclair, I welcome you in. Good Wednesday to you, my brother. We are a week and a half away, my man. How does it feel? Oh, it feels good. It feels real good. It's uh I only wish there was a game on tomorrow. Ah, uh, ah. But, uh, but I can certainly wait till Saturday and uh, for week zero and uh, looking forward to it. So uh, thanks for having me again on this Wednesday, and uh, I'm here for you. Are you hydrating, by the way, for Friday night down at Calhoun's on the River? Have you begun your hydrating regimen? It is supposed to be 96 when we take the stage. 
as part of, and Cinco be with us Friday, as part of our Fountain City Rambler, um, uh, I don't even know what we call that, but our musical experiment Friday night down at Calhoun's on the River. If you're, uh, if you're out and about and you want to come down and, and maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll all bring squirt guns and, and spray the crowd in between tunes because Sean, I, it's going to be burning up, man. Like burning. How about those? How about uh, some of the games going to be played around the southeast this weekend? Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Temperatures touching a hundred in a few places. I mean, can you imagine? Well, sure. It's. Uh, I mean, uh, it's been like that before. Uh, thank goodness that we have uh, the modern sports science that we do that keeps track of this stuff. No more junction boys type torture to see how tough you are uh, as you go into kidney failure uh, from heat stroke. But, uh, yeah, I'll be there. I'm looking for, I have, I'm not one to really hydrate. I know that's, I know that's not good. Uh, I will be there with our collection of fans, though, and that should knock it down a couple of degrees for us. Uh, but, no, I, I'm so excited about uh, college football starting and, uh uh, and and talking about a couple of these topics, you brought, the naming rights and Dan yeah. White and uh, all that stuff. So yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. talk about. Let's get right here, Brian Hartman. Your first blush response to Thompson Bowling Arena at Food City Center. First, Brian, let me ask you this because I asked Paul question today over on Twitter at Tony Basilio, and you can listen to our show on Twitter spaces as well, which kind of you hear the news, whether the traffic and the sports there, you hear a story and breaks talk and stuff like that. So it's kind of like this experience unplugged, if you will. Brian, where do you shop? Where do you get groceries? I usually go to at least, there's three or four different places that I, I go to. There's things I need that each store has that the other three don't. And it's either Food City, Kroger, Walmart, or Publix. All right. Between those four, I can usually find everything that I need. Like one store might have something I need that the other three don't, so I have to, so it necessitates what I need necessitates where I go. But Food City is a local chain. Like uh, Ohio State has their arena named after Value City, which is a local chain up there. So this isn't something that's just new and out of the blue. This is something that's, this is the way of the world. This is something that's going to be more commonplace. So I'm just sort of neutral towards it. Yep. I accept it. I understand it. And it's a way to make money. It's a new revenue stream. I get it. So I'm not going to complain about it. No. And, I mean, look, they're going to make $2 million a year over 10 years from it. Case array, array. I wonder from Food City standpoint if you get value out of that, but who knows? I'm not in the middle of that. Hey, great for uh, the folks uh, that are in the middle of that. Uh, Brandon Parks and those people who are probably going to get a cut of that. Good for them. Everybody gets to do business. Personally, I don't think I've been in a Food City store in two years maybe. And there's one, like, real close to my house. I'm an Ingle shopper or a uh, Kroger shopper. 
Uh, I generally stay in the perimeter of supermarkets with the diet I eat, uh, which means I'm going to be a produce person, and on the other side, uh, cheeses, yogurt, that sort of thing. Uh, every once in a while, a fizzy drink. I'll, I'll grab a fizzy drink there, but for the most part, uh, I stay in the perimeter of uh, grocery stores. But I've just found that it kind of helps me feel better. It's no, like, I'm better than anybody. It just helps me feel better uh, with the stuff that I juggle. Uh, but, yeah. So if you have a thought on Tennessee taking on a sponsor for Thompson Bowling Arena, a story broken by Pete Thamel. And, and as the world works with Danny White, Danny White feeds things to Pete Thamel. That's his guy in the national media. That's his guy. That's his guy. That's, that's where Pete Thamel gets that stuff. Danny White texts him and says, this is what we're doing. And I'm surprised Pete Thamel hasn't jumped in there on this Virginia deal and kind of defended Danny. But I will tell you this, talking to some different national people yesterday, because people were asking me, you know, we were just kind of going around the room and yesterday uh, comparing notes. Because, you know, I've gotten to know so many people down through the year. What is the deal with that? And I, I you know, the thing with clapping at uh, Tony Elliott, and, and my reply was, I have no idea. Hey, Brian, try and reconnect. You're very staticky. Jump off and reconnect. You've got some static in your line there, buddy. Um, thank you. Um, I couple people, couple national people I was talking to yesterday, and I, and I was wondering, you know, why hasn't Pete Thamel jumped in there and come to the defense of Danny or you know taking us? Those people, those people know. You don't. I mean, you're going to play a team that's this is the last, this is the first time they're on the field since something awful happened. Awful. Tragic. Nobody's getting in the middle of that. For a guy who's been really, really smart, really calculating, really kind of interesting during his tenure so far, that's a that's a misstep. That's a misstep. Sean Sinclair, your thoughts on Thompson Bowling Arena being uh, renamed essentially to the Food City Center, the FCC. I think it's just an evolution of what we've had. I mean, you had we're talking about naming rights and paying for naming rights. Those, those have been around forever. You take a look at uh, uh, any building on Tennessee's campus; it's got a naming right on there. It was just a private donation. Yep. Um, Thompson Bowling Arena, the hand uh, um, video. Uh, so that's not a new concept. But you know, if you're going to if you're going to uh, try to keep up at the very front of uh, generating revenue it's just a natural progression i think um i think someday you will probably see what's interesting is that uh uh athletic gear manufacturers have been able to get away with it forever um you know like uh, the nike symbol on the left shoulder pad um on the shoes etc or the adidas or under armor or whatever and then 
there will be some time soon where we'll see um, whomever, Food City, whatever, on a, on a football uniform. Just part of it. It uh, You have to continue, continue to keep generating revenue, especially during times when... Um, and a lot of your fan base is finding their wallets a little skinnier than they're used to. So, I saw a snooze, a snoot, and a snugget in a journal that I wanted to share. That's something that I subscribe to. Texas has received a $10 million gift from longtime supporters Lois and Richard Folger to endow the athletic director position, which is something Brian laughs out loud at. But... The Lois and Richard Folger Athletic Director Endowment will provide perpetual flexible funding for non-salaried strategic use, empowering the athletics director to launch new initiatives, enhance the excellence of Tennessee athletics for years to come. You talk about a word salad, but that's what the UT president said yesterday, Texas president. Here's the deal. So now when they write the name of the athletic director down there in a press release. They put these people's names in there with it. I mean, at some point, we're jumping the shark here. People are not going to like. See, I think it's one thing to do this at Thompson Bowling Arena, which, I mean, let's face it has a little bit of a white elephant feel to it. It is not a very pretty building by any stretch of the imagination, inside or outside. If you asked most of our fans if you could snap your finger and make that place disappear and put a different arena in there, would you? Most people, I think, would say yes. So I don't think this is a big deal. To Sean's point, the day people wake up and see logos on Tennessee's football uniform, we're going to be here to see it, I don't know. That's going to really urinate people off. The day that you wake up and see uh, another name on Neyland Stadium, which Sean and Bry. How far away are we from that? Now that they've dipped their toes into the water here, you absolutely are going to see that at the new $100 million, $100 million renovation uh, Tennessee baseball stadium. That is an absolute foregone conclusion. You can put that in stone. That will happen. Sean, how long till... opportunities. How long? Soon. I mean, uh, how long? very soon. Yeah. Very, Ten, ten very years? Soon, but, I, I mean, it's... it's it's going to be what? It's going to be XYZ Stadium at uh, or XYZ uh, or Neyland Stadium at Shields Watkins Field at, you know, XYZ Corporation, something or another. Some, uh, that's a couple of breaths in there. Here's a reality. If somebody came to Danny White, this is the truth, and said, I'll give you a billion, one B, a billion dollars over 10 years. I want Neyland Stadium's name off your stadium. I want my corporate name up there. They would absolutely do it. Anybody want to doubt that? Just like I'm telling you right now, if one of these athletic directors got a call from Saudi Arabia 
and the Saudis said, we love Oklahoma football, we want to invest in what you're doing, they would take that money so quickly it would make your head spin. These people are addicted, addicted to the money. They're addicted to it. That's why I believe, I don't know, Sean follows footy, European footy, which I don't. How long, Sean, have they had betting windows in their stadiums over there? Which, by the way, we will see here. That's coming. College football stadiums will have betting windows in them eventually. How long, Sean? How long has that been going on, Sean? Any idea there? No idea, but I will say this. It is a huge deal uh, when soccer teams uh, go to find their, they call them shirt sponsors. There you go. If you look at every, you look at any soccer team, professional soccer team mls or whatever on the front of their shirt just under the uh, uh well on the torso is going to have the emblem of a sponsor and it is big money and in fact it's so funny that uh i follow chelsea football club out of london and yep. and they uh they had a hard time uh getting one finalized so they were they were reluctantly shelling uh selling selling shirts excuse me uh before the season did, didn't have a sponsor on it, and people got upset because that's a big deal. It becomes a collector's type deal, so it's coming. Well, the NBA already does that. NBA does they do that. Yep. They have uh, Celtics had a GE logo, General Electric logo, yep. of others on their uniforms. Yep, it's not. It, it's kind of up at the top corner. It's not something that's right. The soccer uniforms have, are front and center, and you can see it because in the up the team logo. The NBA is still where the team logo is bigger, but they still have a smaller logo of a corporation on their jersey. Million dollar man. I think, that, yeah. I think that's kind of interesting because here in the southeast, though I'm not a big fan of it, you know, a lot of people around here are NASCAR fans, and yep. and a lot of people don't even go by the number; they just say the the M M&M and M car or the yep. uh, this car. So it's it's certainly in our culture right now to have corporate sponsors on the sporting teams or whatever that you follow when ricky rudd used to race people would hold up boxes of tide when he was the uh, tide car i remember that back in the day when nascar was cool and well never mind um so that's out there if you want to get in 865-200-5402 where do you shop and is this going to this move by Food City to support your pumping $2 million into the system every year, is this going to uh, mean for you that you'll kind of go out of your way to support them now? That's what they're banking on. Uh, they're not in charity. And then in a few minutes, I want to get into, I want to retrace the steps of the hypo hire because what's occurred here is really a minor sports miracle with Josh Heupel and and Danny White, you know, look, one of God's greatest gifts is unanswered prayers for all of us in humanity. Um, there are things that happen in life, a person of faith, I believe this, there are things that happen in life where if God gave me what I wanted, I don't know that I'd be here. And so, Sean said that a couple weeks ago, you know, things here have just sort of worked out. 
And, and I thought it would be kind of interesting on the show today to retrace the steps. The first guy, and we'll get into this later, but just a prelude to this. Danny White, when he sat down there in Orlando and interviewed, you can say, how do you know this? It, it's the same way I knew a coup was coming, okay? You go back to 2017, and I said, they're getting ready to topple the Haslam's. People didn't believe that in real time. It's the same way I knew on Shiano Sunday that it was on like Donkey Kong, keep the steam on. And one day that story will be told. I'll tell that story one day. I can't right now because I have to protect people. But suffice it to say that the thing Danny White told them when he was in Orlando, see, if his narrative's true, he would have just taken Josh Heupel right with him and hired him. He'd have brought him up here and hired him. That's why that narrative doesn't work. Because you don't get to rewrite history. It's not how this works, Danny. It's not how it works. It's just not. You have the gold right now. But you don't get to make all the rules. You can make most of them. And, and I'm for you. I think you've done a hell of a job. You're quirky and strange around people. But good for you, man. I'm going to ask later on, I want you to think about the solicitor. What if Tennessee would have hired Brian Kelly? Because that's who they went after. That's who they offered the job to. Danny told them, I know he's gettable. I have a relationship with him through my father. Through our and through the fact that I'm, you know, graduate up there and all that stuff. Notre Dame guy. Hey, I'll give Danny credit. He knew the guy was gettable. I mean, I... At the time, Sean, we were discussing that off the air. And Sean, I'll tell you, we were all discussing this. Because this is what was going on. And I thought it was pure fantasy that they that that Brian Kelly would be gettable at Notre Dame and I'll be damned if a year later he didn't resurface at LSU. I mean it wasn't shortly thereafter. So Danny White knew that. He knew that. So later on today I'm going to ask and I want Sean and Bry to kind of think about this and the listener as well. What would have happened if Tennessee would have landed on Danny White. The other guy, the other guy that they um, visited with and wanted and offered a huge amount of money to is James Franklin. That's fact. That's not fiction. That's fact. He can say whatever he wants to say. I kiss nobody's tail here. Never have. We call it like we see it. We call balls and strikes. And his tweet the other night was low and outside. Off target. And then the third one is Tony Elliott, who they didn't offer him once. They offered him twice. Twice. But it's okay to pretend. I mean, I'm all for that. And people, that's my AD. You tell him, Danny. That's my guy. You, Josh Heibel was your first. Sure he was. That's why he flew him up here on the airplane. Right? Isn't that what he did? Flew him up here. Oh, that's right. He didn't fly him up on the airplane. That's right. Come on now. Hey, listen. 
listen, don't be a sheep. You don't have to be. I mean, it's okay to be a sheep, but don't be a sheep. It's okay to be a sheep. But I'm going to ask a question today. What if, what if Brian Kelly would have taken the job? Would you be where you are today? What if James Franklin, who was wildly successful at Vanderbilt, would have taken the job? Where would you be today? And we know the answer because we've debated, we've debated this. We've talked about this in the offseason. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee that Tony Elliott didn't take that job because he would be going into his final season here. I don't think there's any doubt about that. So we've got a lot to talk about. If you want to get in, 865-200-5402. It is the TV show. We are with you today on a Wednesday. And a lot of stuff to talk about here as we continue after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia to 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Peter to be back with you, 865-200-5402. Dr. Sean Sinclair in the hunting in the mix with us today. All lines are jammed. Let's go to the TLD Logistics phone lines 
uh, online at tldlogistics.com. Hello and welcome into our first call. You are live on the show. Greetings, Tony. Welcome in. Uh, you were asking the question about uh, Brian Kelly and James Franklin? Later on. Uh, versus, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just... You want me to answer it, or you want me to just wait? You're you're fine. Okay. Uh, I think you'd be, I think you'd be successful with both of the coaches. I don't know that you would have had the immediate success that you've had because uh, they're obviously both different styles than Hypo is. Uh, as far as Danny White's concerned, he's a politician. Of a different strike. Yes. Politicians, po- politicians, they reset the narrative all the time. Yes, they do. Why do you think the why do you think the country's in the shape that it's in? I try to get political or anything, but it's the truth. Well, uh, and and just because you say it doesn't. I mean, we were all watching this. We were all covering it. We all know where the sure. we all know where the airplane went. I mean, just because you say it. Doesn't make if Danny White wants me to believe that he interviewed Brian Kelly and James Franklin and the guy at uh, at Virginia twice, and then he went down there and got Hypel, and Hypel's the only guy he offered. More power to you if you want to believe that. Well, That's not what happened. I mean, he it, promised these. Like he every- told Tennessee, "If you hire me, I'm a big shot. I can land Brian Kelly. I know he's available." Hey, I give him credit because I didn't think Brian Kelly was available at the time. Brian Kelly was available. But the problem with this deal here was is that it was as big a mess as your stadium is right now at Vanderbilt. How many people will be there when the kickoff temperature is 97 degrees in Nashville? George Plaster told me 20,000 yesterday. Come on, Georgie boy. How many people will be there, Vandy Joe? I'd say they'll get that many in there. Joe! What just? Just wait a minute. It's a $7 that, get in. I, I do want to talk. Hey, hey, Sean Sinclair, how many people will be there? How many people at the Vanderbilt game Saturday night? 97 <laughs> degrees, Sean. Wow. Um, I'll give you a, I'll give under 20,000. Brian, uh, Brian Hartman, let's keep it real. How many people? Brian follows the numbers. Well, um, I'll say about fifteen grand. Yeah, about eleven thousand. It's going to look like a good XFL crowd in there. All right, I'll tell you what, Tony. I'll make a deal with you. All right. I'll make a deal with you right here. If they get tw- over twenty, if the over and under is twenty, and they get over twenty, you buy me lunch. Uh, who's counting you? Who's counting you? You and George Plaster? No, no, or, or the it, it, no, no. You're gonna it'll, have be the, it'll be it'll be the it'll be the official ticket. You're it'll gonna have alternate facts. It's gonna be about ten thousand, and I appreciate the call. Thank you. Let's go back to our phones and get our next call in. Tennessee has uh, got a new corporate sponsor for the arena, Food City. The FCC, the Food City Center. That seems very surreal to say that. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony, how you doing? Yeah, you're live on the air. Welcome in. Hey, man, not surprised by the move, kind of surprised by the dollar amount, and surprised by who they decided to align themselves with. Meaning? Um, 
I'm trying to be kind here. I feel like Food City would, I feel like that's kind of a Carson Newman deal. Um, I mean, $2 million, Food City? When's the last time you walked into a Food City? Uh, the, the 12th of never. Sean, are you a Food City shopper? I keep it pretty simple. I do the Aldi thing, but I'm the most boring eater of all time. Uh, the Aldi is the place where you have to get your own box and you have to like pay for a cart and it's pretty next level. No, I get Yeah. Food I City mean, is uh Food City, an adjective I would give you for Food City. You give me an adjective, sir. Go ahead. No, listen, I I, I want to be kind here, but I mean really the Garbage. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just really kind of disappointed. It's just really disappointing. Um, I know it's the Tommy Bowl and it looks like what it is, but yep. I, I feel like they got over on us and someone got a little commission. Are you serious? I mean, is someone going to step up and pay $3 million to keep them off that arena? And that's, Ten, that's what eight. I would do if I, I Ten mean, million, $10 million is a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. Tony. Tony, $10 million? Food City is laughing right now at us. They definitely got <laughs> the best part of that deal. Really, really. I mean, Tony, IBM, Masters. I mean, you know, why not align yourself with someone that's at the top of what they do? I mean, Food City? Well, and it's not it's not about being a snob. It's not about being, you know, every middle class, you know, common man and people, whatever, around here that plays golf is wearing a title with that. They're not wearing a Walter Hagen hat. Yes. All right? I, I mean, that's really, uh, it's just really disappointing. I, I'm all for, you know, stepping up and doing stuff like that, but. It, to me, it's just the number and who they decide to align themselves with. But, See, I think, I think you're uh, wrong. Listen, I, I'm going to read a Twitter poll to you, at Tony Basilio, with word that Tennessee is taking Food City as title sponsor for Thompson Bowling Arena. Where do you shop for groceries? Hashtag balls. That's my question. Right. 39% of respondents said Food City. 33% say Kroger. 9% are with Tony B and Shop at Ingles. And other, the Aldi, Whole Foods, etc., 20%. So, Tennessee's tapped into their target audience here. Do you take that back now? No, I, I mean, maybe they have, but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Food City paid them $2 million when they probably should have paid them $20 million. So, I mean, that's my point. And, it, you know, I, yeah, do I have to stop It's $2 million a, a year, though. It's two million over. Two million. Come on, Tony. Two million a year. Come on. That's a lot of money. What do you mean two million a year? I take two million Tony, a year. Tony, that's embarrassing. All right, and, and and the second part of your point. Listen, I get it. Do you know? I have to stop in once in a while, not because I want to, but sometimes I need a gallon of milk, and I got to stop at some crappy convenience store. But that's not who I'm going to align myself with and put them on my house. Come on, Tony. Have a good day, man. Thank you. I don't think he's uh, fond of it. Let's go back to our phones. 865-200-5402. Get our next call in. 
Hello and welcome. Tennessee and Food City. Hey, man, love you, love your show. A marriage made in heaven. Hello. Long time no talk. Food City Shopper here, uh, but that's not why I called. Uh, first and foremost, Tony, uh, you and, and Matt Ginger Boy Dixon, you got no, you can't tease Kentucky now for being for having Kroger Field when we have Food City Center or whatever they're going to call it. Do you like and Food City Center? The F C C. I could care less. I could honestly care less. And Tony. I know you don't go to many games because you do the after-show things, and, yes. and I know all of us are very appreciative that you do that. I'm yes. an avid listener. Yes. Uh, but if you did, so if you if you go to Rupp Arena, right? Uh, which I you know my daughter goes to the UK. Right. Uh, we go to hoops games. They have a Kroger, a small Kroger inside the Food City. My question to you whoa, is: whoa, whoa, they, have they, a, they have a small Kroger inside. They have a Kroger. Yes. They have a Kroger. Sean, are you going to love, are you going to go to uh, Thompson Bowling and buy some produce? Cinco. Yes. Cinco. Might grab me a head of lettuce while I'm there. (laughs) (laughs) Go go over and see your concert and grab you a head of lettuce. Some hippie lettuce. Your wifey poo may need some dog food, Tony. Got to go pick up the dog food on the way home from the game. Yep, that's right. No, but then I'll, you know, I know you have to shop in the perimeters of the grocery store, and uh, you know the men's health guy. I'm, I'm really glad to hear you do that. Um, however, it, this is the perfect. This is perfect for you because if they do put a little food in there, you good. can get that. You can snack on some healthy snacks at the game. Celery, celery sticks, uh, carrot sticks, apples, pears, apples. Maybe, uh, uh, maybe, maybe show my, maybe show my real. Real self and grab an avocado and just eat it right there raw. Pull the pit out of it and just smush it right in my face. Then on section hey, 119. Can you believe this? Are they going to put a small food city, a little city, so. a little food city inside of Food City Arena, Food City Center? I hope they do. I, I personally hope they do. Uh, because I'm somebody who likes to eat healthy as well. And, you know, that popcorn, the hot dogs, and the Petros, you know, sometimes I want something some pro, but why not get a bag of apples or something like that? Yep. Apples the game, you know? Are you telling Matt Dixon to suck a lemon right now? Because oh, now we're no, no better Matt than Dixon's Kroger Field. Red, his ass is already red. He's already he's got a red ass today because he can't tease UK for having a football stadium called Kroger Field when we have a basketball arena called Food City Complex or whatever they're going to call it. FCC Food City Center. Thank you. And that was directed at Matt Dixon. Brian, do you have a thought on Matt Dixon catching strays on a Wednesday? Dixie, Dixie's been challenged. Dixie's going to have to have a response tomorrow. Dixie wanted Win Dixie. <laughs> do they still exist? Like Win Dixie? Are they still I, around? You know, I don't know. I think they're hanging out with Food Lion somewhere. The Food, um, food Lion? You know, if they had a. They've got a Kroger inside a Rupp Arena. Is it open to all the time when there's no games? What would the hours be? From the mind of Brian Hartman. Let's go back to the phones, 865-200-5402. And then an hour or two, I want to get into what if, what if, uh, retracing Danny White's steps, what, where will we be? We'll get into that. Let's go back to the phones. Hello and welcome in. How you doing, Tony? Hey, Billy. Food City Center, Bill. Where do you guys shop, Bill? 
Um, normally, my sister shops at Kroger or Walmart to get her groceries. Doesn't Walmart sponsor, Brian, Arkansas, something at Arkansas? Are they the football stadium sponsor there? I don't think they do. It's Reynolds Razorback. Do they have a corporate title name on there? What's Reynolds? Reynolds Ra- Razorback is the name of their stadium. They call it Reynolds Razor. I think it's Reynolds Razorback. Reynolds Rap? Or something. Reynolds you know, they named their thing after Reynolds Rap, Senko? Did you know that? I think they named their thing after Reynolds Rap. Is that what you're telling me? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You know, the next thing you know, Tony, some corporate, some, you know, one of your sponsors may be taking over your show. Let's say, like, the Tony Basilio show, powered by the Garza Law Firm. If they gave me $10 million, I would change my name, okay? I like these people that sponsor the head coach and the AD, Cinco, and then say, well, you know, it's not about me. Yeah, Can we announcers have to say that on the air? I, mean, I remember we were, back in the day we were lobbying for uh, Gold Bond to sponsor us uh, football managers, so I don't know how that would work out. Oh, I love you know, if, Gold if, Bond. If, if I paid a bunch of money to have my name on a coach, I want my name read on the air when they're playing a game by the announcer, by Tom Harton's company. The Butch Jones era presented by K.O. Pectate. I saw that clown in a in a thing yesterday. He in was Spanx. doing a press conference. And he, he was he, this was his new one. This is his new one. Right. We've got to win the double positives. And the guy said, "What's the?" He said, "If you win the double positives, ninety nine percent chance you win the football game." And the guy goes, "The guy goes, where are the double positives?" And he said, "Turnover margin." <laughs> And then the other one was uh, something else just so obvious, like score more points than the other team. And the guy's going, huh, all right. And then the, the, the kicker was he said, now, this year we're trying to focus on our players playing football. Not just running the play called or the defensive scheme, but actually playing football. Knowing when the, uh, knowing the, the down distance, knowing the time on the clock, knowing the guy in front of you. So that's where he went wrong here. Our guys weren't really playing football. So there you have that. He's learned. The guy's evolved. Uh, I used to love the the interview uh, Barb Jones gave, who seemed like a sweet lady, by the way. People know her in the community. The interview she gave where she said Butch would keep a pad and a paper by his nightstand, and he would get moved, you know, to write all these things down. Somebody should hide his pad, and somebody should hide his paper. But uh, go ahead, Bill. That's not why you called. Okay, and another one. You know, when I was over, when I when I went to see the Smokies, uh, you know, last uh, last Wednesday against the Trash Pandas. Yeah, they uh, when when you know a Smoky play when a Smoky pitcher would strike out. Uh, player from the trash pandas mm-hmm. you could hear the pa announcer this strikeout is brought to you by this certain electric company now ain't that crazy the great george yardley doing wake doing wake 
<laughs> well, Bill, you're my man. You sound like you're for this. Are you for this, Bill? Uh, no, Tony, I'm not, buddy. Thank you. Have a great one. 865-200-5402. See, a lot of our fan base shops at Food City. I don't. We all have our different preferences. I'm sure there's nothing wrong with it. Caller called in a second ago and called it mid, basically. I guess less than mid. Is there, you have to consider where most people, there's a food city on uh, pretty much all around. I mean, there's yep. not one far from you. So, I mean, that's part of it. Well, there's get ready to be one in the arena if they follow Kentucky's thing. I did not know that. The Kentucky had a, Kentucky has a, uh, 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 what do you call that? Like a little mini mart? Inside is their maxi mart, Food City going to still be? It's still going to be the Summit Court, right? Hey, Brian. If some, the, hey, you know. who knew that Rupp Arena had inside plumbing? That's the that's the amazing thing. <laughs> Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hey, Tony B, Brian, Sean, it's uh, Zach from uh, beautiful Elizabeth and home mm-hmm. on great Jason Witten. Knees. Yeah. So, um, this Food City, uh, Michigas, you know, we, we live in the uh, hyper-capitalist society. It's about elites yep. and access yep. and write off. You yep. know, everything is got a price tag. Um, a guy, I, I when I when I moved back to Elizabethan after I graduated, I worked for um, a bank called Citizens Bank, which is owned by a guy named Joe Laporte and his family, and they've got their name on the track over there. Sometimes I like seeing an individual's name if I have to see it. Uh, yep. I shop at I shop at Ingles. I will get my chicken kebabs at Food City. Now, that's interesting. So they've got j- good chicken kebabs at Food City. Yeah. Do tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like all this, but it's just where we're going. Eat Do they my, come, like, my... with the stick and the whole thing? You just stick it yeah, on the grill come, and let it rip? Yeah. The pieces are nicely cut. They come with, uh, you know, your green peppers, your red peppers, like try uh, that. onion. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. You just I might have to try that, the, man. Throw them in some uh, soy sauce for about 15, 20 minutes and put them on the grill. with. I some, love red uh, peppers, man. I had a salad the other day with red peppers. Oh, come back again ooh. and again and again. Well, put, uh, get get a you know, piece of aluminum foil, put it on the grill, take some pineapples, throw those down there, uh, and those, you know, pour some soy sauce while they're grilling. Also, use a little bit of olive oil. You got, you got it made. Boom. Uh I, I mean, I've, and I've watched other teams put um, patches, corporate patches on their jersey, not just in soccer or football or the beautiful game, as you guys call it, but yeah. even my Atlanta Braves have a cool-looking quick creep patch on their uh, – I'm not sure who the Phillies have. The, the Atlanta jersey. Braves announcers on radio fool me every time they say there's a new prospect called up and he's red hot, and I fall for it every time. And then they do some kind of like Texas Pete thing. And they do it every, I don't ah. think it's Texas Pete, though, which tells you how much it doesn't work. I don't know if that's the brand. Or is it, it Louisi- is Texas Pete. Or is it Louisiana hot sauce? No, it's Texas Pete. Louisiana is my 
I'm a hot sauce connoisseur. I think it's Louisiana. I think it is Louisiana. Louisiana's my that's my brand right there. Louisiana's my brand. Right. Tabasco's well, too hot. Yeah. Uh, that Louisiana brand is really good. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Well, this is just uh, this uh, to uh, quote the um, what is that? The million the dollar the man. Who, who's saying it's just the way of the world? That's the way uh, of the world. Earth, wind, uh, Earth, wind, and fire. I was pl I was jamming that up for my kids the other day coming home from the beach. I threw a little yeah, Earth, wind, and fire on and exposed. They were like, "What is this?" You got good taste. House of Fire, whatever that creates yep. love, desire, high end, higher. Philip Bailey. You got it. Thank you, brother. Good, good talking to you. See you, man. Yeah. Um. That's kind of incredible music, actually. That's a great jam. Great jam. 865-200-5402. If you want to get in the hunting in the mix with us. Upon, and, and for those of you on hold, we'll come to you. Upon our continuance, I want to ask Sean and Brian, what if, when you retrace Danny White's steps during the hiring search, what if Tennessee would have hired Brian Kelly? Where would they be today? Would they be pretty good? Would he be winning here? James Franklin. After Kelly, they went to James Franklin. Met him, met him up in State College. What would that look like? I don't think anybody here thinks Tony Elliott was going to move the bar. Now, I don't wish on anybody what Tony Elliott's experienced at Virginia. I don't think any of us do. But I thought in, in light of Danny White's sharing what he shared, I thought we'd retrace his real steps. So we'll do that as we continue. And by the way, let the record show, yesterday I stayed totally out of that. But today I thought with Cinco here... And just to let it, just to let it uh, machinate for a day, uh, let it simmer. We'll get into that on the other side. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. The concept of unanswered prayers, some God's greatest gifts. As we continue, what a great show, great song. After this. <laughs> This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby. King of the Precious Stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931 931- 548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Automobile Keys is a local, family-owned and operated car key programming business. Whether you need a smart key, switchblade key, key fob, transponder key, or just a basic car key replacement, we're your best choice for affordable, programmable replacement keys in minutes. Give us a call at 615-878-9087 or visit our website at automobilekeys.com. You can email us at cody at automobilekeys.com. Automobile Keys is a proud sponsor of Whitthorn Middle School football. Come by our van out front after the game and say hello. Go Tigers. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Hello and welcome back. Hour number two. Tony Basilio Show. I got Sean Sinclair here. Cinco, tell me about this Ross kid. We wrote about him today over at tclub.team. X yesterday had a really nice write-up about him. X described him as sort of a tantalizing athlete who uh, he's in Alabama. And X said if a guy blows up in his senior year, you know, kind of hold on to your hat on him. What do you make of uh, his recruitment thus far, Cinco, and Tennessee landing a commitment from him? Well, he's a nice player, nice prospect. I think he's a little... 
I think he looks to me a little heavier than X seemed to think. Uh, he looked a lot bigger than 215, 220. Uh, not, certainly not huge, but he, he's interesting because you watch him. He's a lot like, um, he's a lot like, uh, uh, uh Jefferson from Fast Times Ridgemont High. He just, he kind of stands up, goes chase the ball and, and tackles the ball. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. He's, he's a big, tall kid. Huge wingspan. That's what I like about what we're doing now. We're getting rangy kids, not just short kids, but rangy kids. Even our defensive linemen with Trevor Duncan and uh, uh, Robinson, Lindstrom coming in, all the Leos that we brought in. Uh, even the, you know, the the next guy to fall probably be Chris Cole. He's another lanky guy with long arms. Uh, I, re- I really like how they're doing it. But the Ross kid, uh, good prospect. The more tall. Big guys that can run, you can sign. That's what that's what uh, uh, Saban did when he was yep. at LSU and, and Alabama to start with. He just he, he signed as many big kids that could run as he could, and just see what happens to their body. Some of them, uh, I can see Ross putting on the weight to be a, a strong defensive end. Um, some of the other guys like Shandavian Bradley, you, he'll be a Leo because I don't know if he can put on you know get to two sixty five or something, but. He looks like a nice player. I don't know that. I don't know that we need to. I don't know that we need to be thought of as or think of ourselves as the little sisters. Like we we are a big guy right now. I, I get that Georgia and Alabama have, have been, you know, doing what they do the past five six years. But we're a big boy now. I, I don't. I don't think we will lose anybody. So I, this inferior complex that we some of our uh, fans have developed. I think you can throw that in the wastebasket. How about that, Axie? Put it in your wastebasket, Axie. Well, no, I respect what he does. Of course. No, no, I understand. The, 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 I guess the, his point was that, and and yesterday Ryan Callahan was on with us, and and the interest from the big boys on this guy has been kind of tepid for the type of player that he is, the ranking he has. I mean, at two four seven, he carries a five star ranking, but he's a consensus four star guy, which is. I guess a little mystifying, but maybe at the end of the day they have bigger fish to fry, and there's only so much uh, only so much room these folks have in all their classes. Everybody's got to make their own decisions. So hopefully Tennessee gets a find here. Hopefully he holds on and they get a find. You know? Yeah, I'm not so sure. I think they were talking about 34th best player in the country. Yeah, that's not what that's not what I see respectfully uh, when I watch him. But I do see a very, I see a tall, long kid that can run and is, um, it, it, you know, is violent. And uh, that's whoever is responsible for this new defensive recruiting, I say well done. Because I've not seen this consistent type of athlete be recruited on defense since I've been a fan, 1985. And uh, I'm not saying we haven't recruited great players, because we obviously have, but they they've been... They, they haven't been clustered together that much, except for the Sean Ellis, uh, D'Angelo Lloyd, uh, you know, John Henderson, that little cluster of time. Uh, but uh, otherwise, the guys have been spaced out quite a bit. I also like what you're saying in terms of length, too, because the more you think about that and you think about how the game, uh, from a passing standpoint, balls are coming out quicker. 
you know, having those guys with the length that have the ability to tip balls, alter balls at the line of scrimmage, get up in the air a little bit, I think that's going to be an important uh, facet because you already see that from the Alabamas, the Georgias of the world. They get their hands on balls, those, those ends do. Well, they do. Another thing to think about is the way the game is going, you don't see a whole lot of form tackling anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't see a whole lot of dead buck is coming through the A-gap and knocking – you know, like a battering ram or, you know, or, 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 or two, you know, animals going at head to head. So the longer arms you have, the taller you are. A lot of these tackles are being made by, you know, they call it shoestring or mm-hmm. grab, grabbing that thing. It's, it's, it, you just don't have this, you don't, there's too much space. So the longer you have it, that could be the difference between, you know, a, a tip ball. It could be the difference between, uh, tripping a guy up that doesn't get a first down. So the way they always used to say it is, if I can take, I'll, I'll take a, all things being equal, I'll take a stronger kid over a weaker kid. I'll take a taller kid over a, a, a shorter kid. I'll take a faster kid over. That sounds obvious, but, but you know, when, when you recruit in the high middle of the pack, sometimes you just have to go with those traits and just see if it hangs, see if it, you know, works itself out. Back to the phones we go, and then we're going to get into this. What what if Danny White would have gotten his way and Tennessee would have landed Brian Kelly or James Franklin? Where would we be? Where would this program be today? Would those guys have been successful here? Because at the end of the day, Tennessee got the perfect, and I mean the perfect, perfect, perfect hire. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. You're live on the show. Hey, Tony Seiko, Brian. Uh, um, please get off that. I can't hear you. Thank you. Um, Food City, uh, to me, gets a, a pass, and, and here's why. I think they've been uh, – they're somewhat local. I know they're in Abington, Virginia. Yep. But they've got tons of stores in uh, in East Tennessee. Yep. They've been, a, they've been a supporter of Tennessee since 1997. Wow. So I guess – I guess this this caller would say, if this was some out of state national chain, um, I would be staunchly against it. But Food City's been a great supporter and uh, and friend of the University of Tennessee for decades. What do you think about that? Well, that I think that's a very interesting concept. Uh, in your mind, this is a culmination of, and I will look at our. Uh, so I, I've uh, put my poll up a little while ago, maybe like an hour or so ago. And thus far, how many votes do we have on this thing? We have got 174 votes. 40% are Food City. 30% uh, of uh, those respondents shop at Kroger. 7% Ingles, they're dropping. And 23% go to other places. To your point, it seems like it's a pretty good match because it looks like our fan base shops there and um so obviously a smart piece of marketing on their part and they have supported tennessee down through the years the lean years and all those things that's so you're saying since 96 you're talking about 27 years that's a that's a pretty good chunk of chunk of time yeah since 97 and yeah you know i'm in the i'm in the area i shop at Publix and and occasionally k roger 
uh, also known as Kroger. But um, Food City, um, I will make it a point when I'm visiting the uh, greater Knoxville area to shop at Food City because of, frankly, this their support, continued support in Tennessee. And but they're banking I, I on. an outlier. It's what they're but banking I think, on. I don't think you're an outlier. No, I, I think. I think a lot of people will feel the same way. They're they're throwing two million dollars a year at Tennessee. They don't have to do that. That's not chump change. I mean, it's a twenty million deal over over ten years guaranteed. A lot so of money. It's a, it's a lot of money. If you think about like I think about NASCAR, right? So think about how you know the cars had their sponsors on them. But I guess they still do. They wore the jerseys of their sponsors, yeah. the drivers, and I would always kind of joke about that. Um, but I think I think those fans were very loyal to the sponsors, and I think as rabid as most Tennessee fans are, they're going to want to support Food City. And, um, and I'll say I, I saw something like Food City supports the local farmers. Like a lot of their produce in their local stores comes from the local farmers, which uh, I, I respect. Tony, uh, but where does it stop, right? So I just said I'm okay with it based on who Food City is, and they've been a great partner. But one of the callers stole my thunder. I absolutely despise Major League Baseball and my beloved Braves having a quick crete, an ugly yellow quick crete um, on their uh, on their jerseys. Where does it stop? Are you going to start? You know, right now there's one. I guess every Major League team is allowed to have one of sponsors on yeah. the jersey. Is it going to end up looking like a NASCAR driver jersey or a NASCAR car with with literally sponsors? All up and down jerseys. Are, yes. are college players going to have their Venmos on the back of their jerseys now we've got NIL? I saw somebody doing that the other day. Uh, was it Colorado, Sean, at practice on the back Colorado of their Colorado actually has their, what uh, uh, Dion says, instead of putting their names on the practice jerseys, they put their socials on there. Uh, so I, you know, whatever you are at something. Yes. Uh, so. So you can you imagine you know, that? Can can you imagine uh, that's where we've come from? Can you imagine what a Doug Dickey or a Johnny Majors would have done if somebody would have shown up at a practice with their socials on their practice of their practice jersey tail? <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? What are as a society? What are we doing? Well, they're putting their I guess their Instagrams and their Twitters. Or they their are. On yeah. Their jerseys. Yeah. I mean, how, how soon will it be Venmo, right? Well, that's the point. That's right. Yeah, that's the point. And I don't, it's just, so, you know, we already do the another K for Queso at Lindsey Nelson. And we're going to start doing it's another Dish Network first down at, at Neyland Stadium. And sure. And this, like, Neyland Stadium at Shields Watkins Field. Um, you got Lindsey Nelson Stadium at Lindsey Field. Um, where is it sacred? And to your point, if somebody's willing to offer hundreds of millions of dollars, are, are they going to change the and stay? Hey, 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 hey Taylor, if somebody went to Danny White and they said, I'll give you $1 billion, I want the name Neyland Stadium off your stadium, would they do it? I hate to say it, Tony. I think they would. They it would. make it right. No. And, um... It's just uh, you know, keep the, it real immortality, here. right? These, these, so, you know, Neyland, General Neyland, it's not like he said, let me buy my way for immortality. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, a big right. check, write a big check. That, right. To me, that's different. He, he's immortal because of what he did. Right. In his private life, 
uh, as a general in the Army and, and certainly as a coach and everything he did for the university, that should stand for something. You know, the fact that Mr. Thompson donated $5 million to help build Thompson Bowling Arena. Right. I would argue, you know what, he's had that name that name for decades. Uh, it's time for somebody else. But I look at Neyland differently. I think I just don't think he can touch that, not saying that they won't. Tony, I'll, I'll uh, just say, hey, continued great show. Um, I'm still uh, don't know how to feel about this, but Food City gets a pass by me. Thank you. I think that's well put. Rick Barnes has issued the following statement. I've long said that Thompson Bowling Arena gives us an elite home court advantage. And Food City clearly recognizes that. This is an extraordinary commitment by a wonderful partner that will not just elevate Tennessee game days, but it's an investment that will also enhance the student-athlete experience across all our sports. We appreciate Food City for stepping up and supporting Tennessee athletics in a way that is truly transformational. Sean, you wanted to add. Go ahead. Well, speaking of corporate sponsors, I, just a really nice thing came over right now. Apparently, Joe Milton with some corporate sponsor, Beats or whatever, got uh, uh, Beats headphones for the whole team. And uh, on uh, on one of the Twitters, they have it says uh, the card that came with it says, "Through thick and thin, we have each other's back. I ride for you because you're my brothers. We all have one big goal at the end, but first, let's win the East. From JoJo to you, so nice. you know it's so it, it's a. I'm kind of of the opinion now in life. I wasn't before, but now in life is. These are some things we can't control as fans. So let's look, you know, kind of look at the silver lining. And the silver lining here is that, uh, you know, corporate things stepped up and, uh, they're going to give, uh, uh, give all the players some beats. It's not for me, but for those kids, they seem to be pretty fired up about it. That is a terrific thing of Joe Milton to share his blessing with his fellow players. And that's one of my favorite things about this NIL deal. It is one of my favorite things about it when I hear things like that. Let's go back to the phones because the easy thing to do, I'm the star quarterback. I don't want beats for my – give me another $10,000. I don't want you to sh- – no. That's the easy thing to do. The character thing to do is share your blessing let me share it's this like blessing the, with others. It's like a, a pro quarterback used to get watches for his linemen or whatever. That's right. Sort of a gift, and now you see it in the college ranks. That's now. great. And I think that's one thing NIL has done. Is it's a great thing. Giving them the opportunity to do that, and I think that's sort of how where you can kind of make it work better. Because there are still people on Tennessee's roster that aren't getting anything, but a brand-new set of beats, especially if they're good, the good high-end ones, Brian, are you a Beats user? You ever had Beats? Uh, other than eat them occasionally, no. Back to the phones. I have an earpiece, but that works fine. Back to the phones we go. Beats are pretty next level. Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony, it's fake Tyler Bray. What's up, buddy? Hey, fake TB. 
Hey, just wanted to weigh in a little bit here on the, on, uh, the Food City Center. Um, I, I was looking up uh, the Kroger Field naming rights deal, and that was $1.85 million. So at least we have them beat. Um, but you would like to have seen that guy calling in just absolutely ripping it. I wish we would have paid a little bit more of Rick Barnes' salary, um, but it's not even paying half. Um, and it would have been cool if it was a local company like a Copper Cellar Center or it would be. Uh oh, let's put some pressure on the Copper Cellar people. <laughs> what, now, what did you say? What did you say now? Yeah, Copper Cellar Center. I'll have to give uh, give Braddy Boy a call later. But, but yeah. Um, you know, you know uh, on that note, good local Upper cellar would be a, a, the Calhoun's ball field. Could, yeah, go ahead, Brian. You could name each section of the arena for a different local corporation. Brian, there's no of doubt that this is the beginning of this. There's no yeah, doubt, you Brian. Could have each, each section, instead of a number, it could be like the uh, yep. the uh, copper cellar section, the you know what have you section here, and just a different... Oh, they'll be different. Uh, Brian, they'll be you, buying ads. They'll be buying ads on the feedback before you before you can blink. So great, so great. Such a beautiful well, thing, man. At, at least you know we'll be paying forty percent of uh, Rick Bruins' salary when we get bounced in the round of thirty. Now, what do you do? Whoa, 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 whoa! Are you putting pressure? Are you you playing the Poly Joe right now? The Pojo crowd. <laughs> I, I want to hear Pulley Joe today. No doubt. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're that big a simpleton? You get a kick out of Pojo? He's classic. Thank you. Have a good one. We got a Rick Bruins in there. Richard G. West breaking news today. Danny White announced this morning that Thompson Bowling Arena is changing its name to Food City Center. Another announcement comes out this afternoon. That Neyland Stadium is going to be renamed Piggly Wiggly Field. The deal is worth fifty million for ten years. Do you, that Richard G. West is such a moron. He's such a moron. And unfortunately, I'm I'm sad to say that that moron is a listener to the show. But Richard G. West, whoever you are. You are a moron, and I mean that with all due respect. Hello, and welcome into our next call. Hi, Tony. Ronnie Boy, say go. What's up? up? Josh, Josh. Hey, Tony. Uh, I, I, I try to shop, uh, shop local as much yep. as possible. Yep. Uh, I, I buy my produce at Wade's Produce and my meat at Kingsport Provision, a local butcher shop for the last hundred years, probably. But... Uh, I, I have seen Steve Smith's house up in Abington. Is it nice? The guy that owns Food City, I don't know if he's a, he was a Rothschild or, I, I mean, he sold a lot of damn groceries down and stuff. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. They, uh, you know, they did sponsor Bristol Motor Speedway for years. Yes, sir. Up here. And, uh. Do they still sponsor it? Have they, or do they, I, st- I think they're transitioning. I think uh, this, this will probably play a part in that. They kind of see the writing on the wall on NASCAR. And, uh, uh, you know, they've always been a part of uh, Tennessee, as long as I remember. So They've sponsored their, they've sponsored those races for 
a long time. And they gave uh, um, those folks at Bristol. I mean, when did the NASCAR thing kind of go south? When, because you knew, Josh, when when tickets were available for the night race, you knew that thing was in trouble. But when I really knew it was in trouble, a couple of those spring races where they showed the crowd and there's like twenty thousand people in that stadium for those spring well, races. They, they used to have a lot of heart and soul up our county, yep. and uh, when the big boys started buying all the small tracks, like what happened at Bristol too, North Wilkesboro. All these uh, uh, heart and soul tracks that uh, pl- that was there from the beginning at NASCAR, yep, and the history in NASCAR, and uh, you know they started moving them and uh, raising the prices on their and pricing out their core fans who was always yep. there. Uh, I saw hey, hey, that is what it is. I, I want to get your thoughts on something before you do what you're going to do because I mentioned this today in the blog, which there was a uh, report yesterday. I think it was from Sports Illustrated online that the Chicago White Sox Reinsdorf is kind of letting it be known that their next destination when their lease is up is Nashville and and I I wonder from your perspective that seems to be kind of a shame to take a heritage team and pull a heritage team out of a city but that will be a great gain for Nashville you think Major League Baseball flies in Nashville Josh Oh, yeah. I think there's, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of baseball people in Tennessee. It's a huge baseball state. And, uh, you know, people will travel to watch it in Tennessee. There's a huge sports fan. So, uh, I hope, I hope that's true myself. I mean, uh, I hate it for the Southsiders. It's sad. But, uh, you know, it's usually those type people, the blue collar people who get left behind. And all this stuff. Uh, so, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't really sell the food city, Tony. I can't pay $8 for four sticks of butter. Uh, so will you start? Now will you start no, with them doing what they're not. doing? No, I got bills to pay, brother. Uh, I mean, I'll support somebody if they're, they give me a good price on a good product, but, you know. I'm not paying extra so you can give the University of Tennessee two more million dollars to blow on uh, juice bars or putt-putt courses or uh, new skyboxes, you know. I care less about that. It is starting to get absurd, isn't it? Oh, it's past absurd a long time ago. But uh, I will say, Tony, that uh, I do think Danny White's uh, done a good job. Very good. And it's it's not really his fault that college athletics has turned into the uh, the same thing we see in about every aspect of life anymore, where money rules everything, and there's no room for anything else except how much can we make this quarter. Uh, so I'm not going to give him too good a hard no. time. The one caller that it is kind of embarrassing. I don't like a grocery store being uh, part of my brand as an athletic department. I've made fun of Kentucky for years for that. So I do wish it was uh, <laughs> uh, another corporation. Uh, but, you know, what you do. But anyway, great show. 
Philly reminded me that the Arkansas building is called the Sam Walton Center, which is true. They're built their basketball building, but that's not a name. I'd be like the Haslam's putting their name on. It's Thompson Bowling Arena, essentially, is what that is. You're just putting your name on something. Corporate name, it's coming. Corporate name on the old stadium is absolutely coming. Within 10 years, easy. The brand-new Tennessee baseball stadium, when they refurbish that, Lindsey Nelson's name, that ain't going to be there. They're going to put a corporate name on that. Just how it's going to be. I mean, he'll still keep his name somewhat involved. But uh, 865-200-5402. All right, Cinco. What if Tennessee would have gotten their men? We don't rewrite history here. We, We talk about it. Brian Kelly's the first guy Tennessee went to. They met with him. They talked to him. Danny White thought they could pry him loose. They offered him this job. What do you make, Cinco, if if Brian Kelly would have taken the job? Could he have done it here? Well, I think so if he would have gotten the support that he's getting in uh, in Louisiana. He's a quality coach. There's no question about that. He's, I don't know, I'm not here to roll off a top ten, but He's one of the guys, you put him anywhere, he's going to win as long as he's got the support. And I think at LSU, they obviously have given him the money support through NIL and a rich talent base down there. So I think he would. Um, I'm not a fan of him as a person. Uh, so I'm glad the way we ended up. But on the day of hiring, I would have taken uh, Brian Kelly over Josh Heifel, to be honest. Agreed. I'm blown away by where we are, and and there's nothing wrong with taking a circuitous route and getting it right. Nothing you wrong know, with and, that. Well, another Go thing ahead. about this, excuse me, is that nothing, when you look at Josh Heupel, nothing in his what he's put on paper would suggest he'd be successful. Nothing. I mean, and that's not, that's not to discredit him. He just doesn't have enough history. Everybody knew he could call plays. And everybody knew that he or his assistant would develop a quarterback, but that's about it. And well, nobody thought he would. Nobody thought he would recruit to this level. No, nobody thought that he would, you know, uh, build a culture like that, like he has here. Every even the top ranked uh, uh, recruits are coming in talking about the culture and family and everything. It, it's you know, it's three years in a row. It can't be a gimmick when it's this long and it's. This consistent, nobody's, um, nobody thought that he would knock off the big boys like he has at Tennessee. Uh, so maybe it's just one of those perfect marriages of time, guy, and place. You know, uh, there was a lot of concern about how Central Florida kind of fell off under him from yes, there was, where Brian. it was with Frost. That and, was the narrative. That's right. And then you had Frost at Nebraska, and that thing never took off, and Tennessee, right now, it appears like they have taken off. You know what? I think that if you go back and look at that, however, the narrative is that they had this behemoth with Scott Frost, and that's not true. No. He had one year where they were great, uh, undefeated, and then, but they, they weren't great beforehand, and, and obviously he was a, just a horrible failure and not a great person at Nebraska. Uh, so we... Well, I don't know if there's winning the coaching lottery 
But this is akin uh, to the, and I'm not trying to make comparisons, but I'm talking about uh, how quickly the acceleration of progress, et cetera. This is very much like the Bruce Pearl hire. Well, and again, I, people say, oh, well, you're slapping Danny White down. No, I, I, we're just keeping it real here. It's what we do. And, and the truth about Brian Kelly is he told them when they interviewed him in Orlando, I know this for a fact. This is not, this is not, I just know this. I bet my life on it. He told them Brian Kelly's available. We can get him. I give him a lot of credit for knowing that. I remember at the time talking to you guys behind the scenes when this thing was all happening. And I was like, there's no way in hell Brian Kelly would leave that place. He left that place like the next year. I mean, it wasn't shortly. How, well, Brian Kelly just had his first year at, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. He just had his first year at LSU, right? And last year was Josh Heupel's second year. So that's a one-year gap. That's exactly what happened. He knew. Give that AD, Danny White. Now, he's not telling you the truth on the thing the other day, but I give him a lot of credit for knowing that, hey, this Hall of Fame coach is gettable here. He's gettable. Tennessee was such a train wreck. He was never going to come here, though. Go ahead, Bri. You just trust you just trust him in a coaching hire to make a good hire where you couldn't trust past ADs. That's exactly right. To make a good hire. When the basketball job comes available, I trust him. He he will not let these goofball boosters find a loser. He'll go out there and find a winner. He 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 will. <laughs> I trust the guy. I believe that, Bri. You know, I think it's ingrained in the industry though because so they always talk about optics and the way it's perceived, and so you know it's yeah it's kind of like when you're a kid. Hey, uh, you know, here's a note. Would you go out with me? Check yes or no. Well, if you check no, I'm not going to ask you. <laughs> so, so I didn't get so I didn't, so I didn't get turned down. Great you line. Know? That's a freaking and, and, great and so line. That, that's the way this is. I mean, we had a. Uh, we had a we had a very well known wide receiver coach who's beloved by all uh, uh, back in the day, and he when he went to he would ask the kid if I offer you will you accept? And if they said no, he he'd turn around and walk. He wouldn't quote unquote he didn't offer him because he didn't want to be rejected. And so I think that happens a lot. James Franklin was the second place they went, retracing the steps. James Franklin's been mid at Penn State, upper level mediocrity, pretty good. I'll be honest, double digit wins. I, I don't. He may be a good coach, but I don't like that guy. I'm glad they didn't go that route. He might be the one coach that well, might have been a very good hire that you just don't like. You'd have to hold your nose. I think both of those guys. I think Sean's right about Brian Kelly. I can't get out of my mind what happened with that kid on that lift when they left him up there, and then his callous handling of that afterwards i just and i maybe that's unfair to maybe i don't know him and maybe i'm being unfair i as a parent cannot get that out of my brain i just can't i can't get past it i can't I'm not judging the guy i'm just telling you the truth as it relates to james franklin he's a really bad fit at penn state because he he doesn't even pretend to not play in the margins 
And so, or like Brian said, he's got like an off-putting way about him. Sean, I've always thought, though, that if somebody were to turn the keys over to this place after seeing what he did in the state, I've often thought he'd have been a fabulous coach here. How do you think Franklin would have done if he'd have said yes? Well, a couple things with him. I've had to I've had to choke on my own hatred for from him because, like him or not, he's a heck of a football coach. Uh, what he did at Vanderbilt is unprecedented at in the modern era. And he, you go up and look at Penn State, and he's, you know, he, he's rattling off nine and ten wins a season. Uh, and I think he won the Big Ten one year, if I'm not mistaken. He did. However, his problem to me is that, much like the Brian Kelly thing, which, you know, I, I'm not here to, I'm not here to 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 hang the young man's uh, situation on Brian Kelly. And maybe he's uh, that's not, that's not what I want to do. Um, the Brian Kelly, I can't get over him because you know, in a former life, he was a political speechwriter, and he 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 still is that guy. Uh, everything's got a spin to it. Everything is fake and phony to me. But the thing with James Franklin is that um, whether it was adjudicated or not, I can't get past the thing with he was right in the middle of those uh, assaults on campus. At Vanderbilt, if you'll remember that. I had totally forgotten about that. And there was a lot of talk. Again, I'm not here to cast aspersions or point fingers, but his name was very much associated uh, with covering up stuff uh, when all that went down. And And if I'm not mistaken, there are former players that are in jail right now. You know, the interesting thing is, and I've gotten to see this through my through my brother's eyes and my family at Penn State. They were, and they've never really one thousand percent accepted him because they hired him on the heels of. Now it's a couple coaches later, but they hired him on the heels of that Sandusky stuff, which you know that seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't. It was in this century. And that's what makes Franklin at Penn State very curious. But he's won enough that they kind of, like Brian said, they sort of hold their nose with him. How would Tony Elliott have done, Sean, if he'd have taken the job the first or the second time they went back to him before going down to Josh Heupel? How would he have done, do you think? This job would have eaten him alive because he he admittedly wasn't ready. He he didn't take this job, um, uh, not because it wasn't a good opportunity. Um, the, there was no difference in the opportunity for him that there was for Josh Heupel. Heupel came in talking about how this is a blue blood, how this is a, a trademark, a T. Everybody knows the orange and white. Well, it's it's the exact same time that Tony Elliott, you know, wasn't looking for that. Uh, he wanted a he he wasn't ready. To leave the nest, he wanted a. I think he got almost close to two million dollars uh, for that last year to go to stay at Clemson, and then, in my opinion, he found a small pond at UVA that's had besides the Herman Moore um, that we played in uh, uh, the Sugar Bowl year. He's they've done nothing, nothing. And I'm, you know, and I've lived in Virginia, high school Virginia. Yeah. That, 
That is a absolute nothing football program in that state. Yep. So yes. he went. He went there to go hide and collect, you know, several million dollars, and uh, knowing full well that, uh, much like at Cal Berkeley with you know Wilcox, you know, you're not going to really get fired. Uh, they you just be you, you they just get bored with you and, and they move you on. On the other so side, yeah. I don't think he had the. I don't think he had the. I'll say it. He didn't have the stones to take this job. He basically said that, and, and you know, uh, again, one of God's greatest gifts is unanswered prayers. And Sean's right; these modern ads are so worried about the way things look. Danny, memo to you: literally, what you did the other night on Twitter is a misstep. The guy from A to Z Sports were just reporting what the coach said. No reason to clap at them, and he's simply telling the truth. We all know he is. Now, there are sheep among us that don't want to admit that. They want to live in their own parallel universe. And, hey, more power to you if that's you. I'm not going to tell anybody how to think. But Tennessee, at the end of the day, landed on the right guy, and who cares how they got there? Nobody here is going to sit there and go, oh, Danny, I don't trust him. Hey, listen, I just said, when the basketball job opens here, He's going to do a nice job and find the right coach. I believe that. Because the truth is, three of the four guys that he went to, three of the four would have gotten the job done here. Now, they would have taken a different route. Brian Kelly would have absolutely gotten the job done here. He would have. He would have gotten the job. There's no denying that. They wouldn't be as fun to watch, but he would have gotten the job done. James Franklin, like Sean said, people can hate on him all they want. If you can win 10 games at Vanderbilt, what could you do at the University of Tennessee? Seriously. And he has a great relationship with people throughout the state. People liked him. Uh, they were out recruiting us. I mean, geez louise. And then Tony Elliott wouldn't have worked. So, Danny, three out of four ain't bad, meatloaf. It's a pretty good song. It's actually two out of three, but if you go three, if you get three out of four, they call you a rise with the Marlenes. So there's no need. We we don't rewrite history here. We talk about things in real time. We and we and we and we're not afraid to milk a sacred cow. I know you're flying your own top of the world, and look, I didn't make it the the deal yesterday. I just kind of wanted to pick our spot here. Nobody's ripping you for the uh, Food City thing today. Nobody. It is what it is. But you don't get to rewrite history. It just doesn't work that way. And it won't as long as this show's on the air. It just won't. In the meantime, we'll come back. We'll get some more calls in as we continue. It is your Wednesday edition. More after this. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
HollandsPharmacy.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you as you welcome you back. 865-200-5402. I want to remind you that, um, boy, next week's game week. Is that unbelievable? 
part of our game week every year is our Garza Law fifth quarter fan reaction. It looks like the weather's going to break next week. It is brutally hot across the state. Those of you listening to us on the internet, we are having one, I hope, last gasp of summer. I mean, it is smoking hot outside. Like, take your breath away hot. And it's going to be that way this week. I went outside before the show, and I've got a heavy bag hanging in my garage, and I was hitting the heavy bag for about 20 minutes with the boxing gloves on. And I mean to tell you, it is freaking hot outside. And uh, it's going to get warmer uh, the next couple of days here. Apparently, the temperatures, though, are going to be, I think it's 11 a.m. kickoff down there. It looks like it's going to be mid-80s, which I hope is the case. Which means, Brian, if that game starts at noon, we'll be on with Garza Law, fifth quarter fan reaction, often imitated, never duplicated, the only post-game show. Call somebody. What time will we be on, Brian? About 3 Eastern? Yeah, 3, 4, 4 Eastern probably. Celebrating a Tennessee victory. Because we want a victory. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. For Tennessee varsity. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Let's go back to our phones. Senko will be with us with the Fountain City Ramblers on Friday. If you want to come out and see us, we're going to be at the Calhoun's on the River. It's going to be an absolute tre- treat and a treasure down there. I might bring my squirt gun, squirt him while he's playing. Let's go back to our TLD Logistics Hotlines. Hello and welcome in. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? W. Uh, I do shop at Food City. Boom. Uh, I shop there. Me and my angel Ellen shop there when it was white stores. And then it became Food City and Bearden, and we've always been loyal to them. And I still am. Mark Cofield said the white stores used to be all over Tennessee. They were bought by Food City in the 70s. Boom. And Channel 10 on the noon news just had a kind of a press conference about this. It's going to be called Thompson Bowling Arena at the Food City Center. Will they have a grocery store in there? Uh, Well, I don't know. I could care less, but it's like, you know, if Exxon sponsors baseball, it should be called Lindsey Nelson Stadium at the Exxon Center. I'm okay with stuff like that. Michael Motes, who covers, uh, knows a lot about the racing world, says, I think Food City is reallocating some of their Bristol Motor Speedway money to UT. Rumor yeah. is the Bristol Spring Brace is going away, and Food City has sponsored that race for over 20 years. So good on UT for capturing some of those funds. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's the way of the world. And you know one day, W. Lynn, there's going to be a sponsor name on on uh, on Neyland Stadium. There just is. Well, once once again, if it says Neyland Stadium at the Exxon Center, I'm okay with that. You're not taking away the old name. You're just adding on. I'm okay with that. But you know, W. Lynn, as I said earlier, you know, as I said earlier, if somebody came along and said, I'll give you a billion dollars, but I want Neyland Stadium's name off that that stadium, they'd pull that name off of it. That's what we're dealing with now. A billion dollars, yeah. (laughs) That's what we're dealing with. But uh, 
a lot of people don't know the Bristol race used to be called the Volunteer 500. Uh, Sean Sinclair, did, Sean Sinclair, did you know that? I'm not aware of that. No. Did you know it was the Volunteer that 500? That escaped my and attention. I, and I know people that uh, K.A. brothers of mine that in the 70s, you could just go out there and drive your car around it at times. Boom! They weren't supposed to be out there, but they did it. But, yeah, it was called a Volunteer 500 for years. I don't know how long. W. Lynn, did you like racing back in the 70s when it had soul? Oh. I wasn't that big of a NASCAR fan. Uh, once that, uh, was it Dodge that added that silly wing on the oh car? Oh, my gosh. That, that, I kind of got turned off by that. When you, you had know. the likes of uh, Buddy Baker and Cal Yarborough, yeah, and you I had the Allison them. brothers from Hueytown, and you had uh, Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Come on, man. Junior Johnson. Come on, man. It was incredible. Fights in the infield. Yeah, and they took away uh, Rockingham. Do they even have a race anymore? Rock. I always wanted to go there just because it was one of the old classics that was left but yep. i don't even know if they have a race now north wilkesboro's got weeds growing in it yeah it's unbelievable a, it's, andy but i believe it or not i was kind of into le mans racing back then in the 60s and 70s i was a big carol shelby fan and the the, the gt350 and the gt500 the mustangs when you said so, le mans i was thinking about uh when we had our twins there was a Le Mans race going. Oh, I see what you're saying. You scared me. I said like, I've had like a cold chill and a flashback. And they said on they said on the news that our volleyball team will be the first in the official Thompson Bowling Arena at the Food City Center with Eve Rackham. I say, get Eve Rackham on. Talk about it. Unbelievable, Andy. But I, I, I'm okay with it if they. I'm not okay with it in general. But if right. they keep the old name and then add that at the end, I, I can deal with that. You know, I can deal with. I mean, none it's of right. us. The truth is, if we all had our way, we'd go back to having a nine-team SEC. You know, I mean, but but the truth, the life's going to go on, yeah. and we're going to go to the FCC. Yeah. TBA FCC. And just, I just hope everybody remembers people's names like Neyland and Lindsey Nelson and Thompson, Mr. Thompson and yep. Bowling. Uh, 50 years from now, I hope they know who they are. Johnny know? Majors and, uh, needs his name on something, W. Lynn, as far as I'm concerned. I agree with that also. He's got a street. Right. He had a street name, right? He needs, a, he needs more than that on that campus. He does. He, he needs more than that. And, uh. Uh, I, I, I wish that would happen somehow. I'm not sure what buildings last. Or we can make it happen. Anyone. We can do, we can do it. And W. Lynn, I yeah, appreciate you. Thank you. You're my man. I, I want to say we're going to do uh, TLD Logistics Overdrive. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, 
fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. This is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.